Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We head across the state via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, friend of the show, Adam Teicher, who covers the Chiefs for ESPN.com, kind enough to join us a couple of days after the Super Bowl and having had uh, a little bit of time now to marinate on the game after traveling home and everything. Adam, thanks for taking some time with us today. How are you doing? Good. How are you guys doing today? Everything's good. Hey, I want to start with this uh, because you were uh, around that team leading up to the game. And the way I'm thinking about it with the way the offensive line was constituted and all the issues that they were dealing with, uh, did that offense really even have a chance against Tampa Bay's defense now looking back at it? (laughs) Yeah, in retrospect, um, you know, we were talking a lot about that issue during the week leading up to the game, but I, I do feel like we underrated it now. I mean, the Chiefs were just overwhelmed. Um, in that, excuse me, in that game. And, and um, you know, you, you look at what, the way they had to dig deep into their offensive line depth. They lost two guys who would have been playing in the game for them um, before the training camp even started. They had two players opt out before the camp even started for the season. And then they lost both starting tackles and a starting guard along the way. So uh, they, they, you look at it that way, they're basically down to a backup offensive line. And uh, it showed in the game. There's no doubt. Um, so the, the, the Chiefs uh, never really had a chance in that game. It, it, the Bucks really did a nice job of uh, what they wanted to do and taking advantage of it. So uh, I, I think in retrospect, for sure. Adam, the previous two teams to lose the Super Bowl didn't even reach the playoffs the following season. Yeah. And whenever you have Patrick yeah. Mahomes, you have a shot. But do you think this Chiefs team is susceptible to a Super Bowl hangover? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, you, you know, you can't ignore that issue for sure. I mean, it, it not only came crashing down, but came crashing down in a big way, right? I mean, that was about as ugly as you could imagine from the Chiefs. So, uh, you know, we'll see how they handle it. I mean, they've got a lot of good players. I think they're better positioned than um, particularly because of what they have at quarterback. They're better positioned than some of these other, you know, the Rams a couple of years ago and the 49ers last year. Uh, to get back to the playoffs, but uh, I, I take nothing for granted here. I mean, uh, you know, it's uh, you know, teams are coming for them, and, and uh, so we'll see how they handle it. I mean, it's a big off season for them, uh, you know, with the challenges with the salary cap and all that. Uh, I don't know how much they'll be able to improve their team. So uh, we'll see where it's headed, but uh, it is an issue to watch, no doubt about it. Adam, after the game, Patrick Mahomes said that that loss is going to motivate him for the rest of his career, which is a pretty scary thing if you're the NFL, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it is. I mean, he, uh, you know, he, he's a guy who, you know, we've seen him at times, uh, you know, when they played against the Bears uh, a couple of years ago when Mitch Trubisky, you remember, was, was the quarterback drafted ahead of him. You know, he, he would threw a touchdown pass in the game and, and, and counted to 10 on his hands. And, you know, last year, uh, I think it was NFL Network had Lamar Jackson as their NFL's number one player, and Mahomes was number four. 
and he threw a touchdown pass against the Ravens and counted out to his hands on four. He's a guy who remembers these kinds of things. He doesn't have a short memory. When he says that, uh, that he's going to remember that game the rest of his career, I, I believe him. I, I feel like he'll uh, use that as motivation. So, uh, um, you know, he, he's just a guy who, who maybe like like a Michael Jordan likes having these kinds of things to light a fire on them. So uh, um, we'll see, uh, you know, as it goes along, how much uh, it helps him. But uh, I have no doubt right now that it probably will. Adam Teicher, as you reported ESPN.com, Mahomes will have surgery on that big toe. Is that considered just a routine thing? Is that anything to concern uh, fans with? Yeah, I mean, you know, he chances are overwhelming that he'll be ready to go when, when they start up all their stuff, uh, uh, whether it's OTAs or training camp. But, um, you know, it might set him back a little bit between now and then, um, you know, staying in shape, that kind of stuff. We'll, we'll see. Knowing him, he'll find a way to get done. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. But, uh, you know, again, this is something to keep an eye on, but uh, shouldn't be a huge problem. Adam, I was at that 49ers-Bengals Super Bowl when Stanley Wilson had drug issues, and it re- it really, as it turns out, distracted the Bengals in a game against San Francisco. Barrett Robbins disappearing from the Raiders before their game against Tampa. And then distractions. Football teams are, are fragile endeavors anyway. And then you have the Britt Reid situation. Not that that contributed to the loss, but I have to believe that the team, and especially Coach Reid, Andy Reid, were really distracted over the last 40 hours before that game kicked off yeah um you know it's hard to know what kind of factor that was um you know the Chiefs certainly got out coached would they have probably gotten out coached anyway yeah I think so so it's it's impossible to know um you know how that um you know played out but um he's pretty good about Andy Reid is about compartmentalizing these kinds of things but uh he's also at the same time he's human so uh um, it probably did have some kind of effect. Adam, in which aspect do you believe the Chiefs were outcoached? Well, they had no answers for anything for the Bucks rush. Um, you know, their protection schemes looked a little off to me. Um, you know, there were a couple times early in the game, the Bucks came with guys unblocked. I mean, you, you know, I, I don't know how many times we've seen that all season for the, from the Chiefs. You know, they've, they've, got, they've been more solid with that uh, uh, all season long. So, you know, right off the bat, you kind of could see that something wasn't right there. And, and, you know, they really had no answers for everything that Tampa had going. Um, you know, the pressure was, was a big problem. I mean, he was pressured on more. Mahomes was pressured on more than half the snaps, uh, the, the passes that he threw. That's a real problem. Uh, you know, that's a, that's a crazy number. So, uh, um, you know, the, 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 the Chiefs never figured out what the Bucks were doing. And then on defense, um, you know, hey, you know, the, the, some of the problems had to do with their lack of discipline, you know, their their uh, use of the hands and stuff downfield and, and, and all that. But uh, um, never figured out uh, how to stop the Bucks really either. So uh, just uh, kind of a general, um, just kind of a general failure. It wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't any specific area really. Uh, they, they had problems all night. Adam, this is going to be an interesting offseason for the Chiefs. What's the first thing you think their general manager, Brett Veach, needs to do? What should be uh, the top of his to-do list? Well, yeah, there's, there's a few things. Uh, you know, they, they need to start investing in their offensive line. You know, they, they, they as we talked about, they dug deep. So even if they'd 
you know, even if they'd had a great offensive line, if they lost five guys from their offensive line, they still would have been, you know, playing some backups out there. So, but, but even at that, there's a lot of uncertainty there, both tackles, you know, Eric Fisher, uh, Torres Achilles in the AFC championship game. You don't know right now when he's coming back and how good he's going to be when he does. Mitchell Schwartz missed most of the um, season with the bad back. You don't know when he's coming back or if he does, how well he's going to play. Um, so there's too much uncertainty at two important positions there that Chiefs have to start investing in their in their uh, tackles and their offensive line in general. You know they they've kind of had a philosophy where they're not spent. That's not where they spent their money or spent their other resources. Um, they've not spent a lot of money on their offensive line. They um, have not drafted an offensive lineman above the third round in since I think 2015. So they, they really uh, have kind of tried to get by there and, and uh, it finally showed in the Super Bowl. So that, that's a place that they have to um, uh, address some things. Um, you know, they, they're wide receiver, you know, they, Hey, they've got their, they've got Travis Kelsey and they've got Tyree kill, but I think the Super Bowl showed they need a little more than that. And uh, you know, they, the Chiefs drafted McCole Hardman in the second round a couple of years ago, but he's given no sign that he's ready to be an every down guy. You know, he's maybe more of a, a gadget type guy, a speed guy. You can uh, you know find things to do with on an isolated basis, but not an every down guy. He hasn't proved you can trust him as, as a, uh, to, to be where he's supposed to be at all times. So, um, you know, the, the Chiefs re-signed Sammy Watkins, who, who was kind of a disappointment this year. He missed uh, uh, several games. I think, uh, I think he missed eight games during the season, counting the two in the playoffs, and, 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 and wasn't very good when he was out there. Or do they go out and try to figure out something else there? So as funny as it sounds, I think that, that the top two things on the Chiefs to-do list Probably on offense, uh, not not that they don't have some things to do on defense as well. Hey, Adam, before we let you go, here in St. Louis, uh, Peter Gammons back 35 years ago dubbed St. Louis the best baseball town in America, and it was a product of Whitey Herzog and him building the franchise here. Marty Schottenheimer passes away at the age of 77 this morning. You obviously have covered that franchise for a long time. Is it reasonable to say that Chiefs' kingdom and the loudest venue in the NFL, all of the things that the Chiefs are today are a product of what Marty Schottenheimer brought to Kansas City during the course of the 90s? Yeah, I, that probably is fair. I got to tell you, I didn't live in, he was coaching the chiefs already when I moved to Kansas city. So I, I don't have a point of reference of what chiefs football was like, say back in the seventies and eighties, when the franchise was just basically dreadful every season, they, they were already sort of, he had already kind of started waking up the franchise when I got to Kansas city. But I, I do think that's fair to say. I mean, I, I saw pic, seen pictures and, and hear stories about what Arrowhead was like during a lot of those dead seasons in the 70s and 80s. And uh, it, it doesn't sound like Chiefs football was much of a happening back then. But by the time I got to Kansas City, it was. I mean, it was a hot ticket and and uh, things were, were really rolling there. And, and Arrowhead Stadium started to become what we know it is today, what we, know, what we think of it today. So, yeah, I, I think he and, and Carl Peterson, the general manager, uh, certainly kind of got that the franchise back on track and, and, and brought it into the 
the modern era, maybe not so much in a football sense, but in a business sense. Adam Teicher, we always appreciate you taking time on the show. We thank you very much. I know it's not an off season anymore in the NFL, but enjoy this time where there are not games being played. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. I appreciate that. Take care. See you later. Uh, Adam Teicher covers the Chiefs for ESPN.com. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. It's a well-known fact that good sleep leads to a happier life. Okay, maybe that's not a fact fact. But don't you just feel amazing after a great night's sleep? Like the first night back in your own bed after traveling. It's time to demand more first night back kind of sleep. Stop tossing and turning and talk with your doctor about how you can seize the night and day. And visit SeizeTheNightAndDay.com to learn more. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.